Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbomb. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. A song, and it, it maybe is more appropriate today than it was when it was written. And the logical song might be one of them. Welcome everybody. I don't know if Super Tramps your thing, but uh, they were uh, they were a pretty good act back in the day. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We are jam packed the next two days. Uh, coming up today on Oilers Now, um, at uh, 12.15 today, we'll be joined on a River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Speaking of River Cree, you can come on, come on down and play. Come on down and play. The price is right. At the River Cree, February 21st to 23rd, participate in classic games like Plinko, Cliffhanger, and, of course... The Showcase Showdown. Tickets available at rivercreeresort.com. Yes. Uh, coming up, uh, we'll talk to Jay Woodcroft just before the Bakersfield Condors hop on a plane to go to Tucson for a pair of games. 12.35, regular Thursday contributor to the show, Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers. For our friends at Canadian Power Pack at 105 today, the one and only Brian Burke. 
Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar. And at 135, a uh, former NHL player with the Edmonton Oilers and NHL coach with the Edmonton Oilers, head coach of the number two ranked Alberta Golden Bears, who have a home and home with longtime rival Calgary. Coming up uh, Friday, they're at Claire Drake Arena, the night of the uh, NHL skills competition at the All Star game. Saturday, down in Calgary. Speaking of the NHL uh, skills competition for the All-Star Game, following that event, whatever it takes, the Connor McDavid documentary that was produced by Don Metz's company uh, will take place. We'll have Don coming up on the show on Friday, along with Elliot Friedman, along with Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland and Oil Kings GM, Kurt Hill. So four guests each of the next two days. You can text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, strong enough for any mini sticks tournament. Brendan Escott's a huge part of the show. Brendan, you asked me today, why Supertramp to open up the show? You know, think about it. Think of other songs out there that were written, you know, that song's now 40 years old. That is every bit as appropriate today given how politically correct society has uh, become uh, and how we want people to think. We have people at Texas show and say, Bob, you have to be right or left. You can't be centrist in the middle. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty, I mean, what other songs can you think of off the top of your head that are every bit as appropriate today as they were when they were written? It's a skill testing question. But that, for me, is certainly one of them. I've always liked the logical song. Maybe because some have suggested at times over the years I've been a little bit devoid of logic. I'm not quite sure if that's the case. But uh, got any that you can think of? Not off the top of my head. I mean, video did not, in fact, kill the radio star. So I, I'd i have to do some deep digging. But It, ki- I, it I, kind of did in one sense. Like in the late 70s, early 80s, Chris, Christopher Cross was a huge star. Um. He didn't look like the type of guy that was a music star. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this big sports fan, by the way. Both him and Meatloaf, two large men with real sweet voices, both love sports. Christopher Cross was a big fan of Earl Campbell and uh, the Houston Oilers back in the day. And Meatloaf is a, was a baseball rotisserian for years uh, and obviously has, I mean, if you've ever listened to a song for crying out loud, I mean, just amazing range and power in that voice, albeit at a different key level maybe than Pavarotti, but nonetheless, just just a thought for it, just, just something to think about in the back of the recesses of our mind uh, today. You were going to say before I so rudely and often interrupted you there. I just, I, I again, would have to go back through and... and you're right. I mean, so many of the social messages, particularly like I think it's stuff like the Vietnam War and how applicable some of those themes, a fortunate son by CCR, right? Yeah. Um, that sort of thing could probably be applied today as well if we ended up in, the, in that kind of sort of situation. I know every year before I take uh, the uh, NHL break for Christmas, which is a three-day break, uh, the last song I like to play on the show is Silent Night, the Simon and Garfunkel uh, version. And I think that's a song that still has uh, uh, some relevance today because, unfortunately, uh, in many respects, we've gotten better, and in many respects, we haven't gotten better at all. All right, let's get to it. The Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings at Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Courtesy of our friends uh, from uh, the Oilers web team, who at this this time of year, one crew goes to the All-Star game. And one crew goes down to Bakersfield. They were kind enough to get us some audio 
And we will hear from Jay Woodcroft in uh, two and a half minutes' time. But here's Evan Bouchard, who says he's drawing inspiration from the success that Kyler Yamamoto is uh, having with his promotion. Yeah, it gives you that, that extra confidence, you know, knowing that there's, uh, you know, young guys up there making making a name for themselves, getting, uh, you know, playing here, doing doing what they had to do here, then, uh, you know, taking it up to that next level and, uh, you know, being, being really strong at that next level really gives you that, uh, you know, extra boost of confidence. Bouchard added some additional comments on the Oilers' young decor, which is obviously the area of the strength in the Oilers organization. Yeah, it's uh, really exciting. You see the young group of defensemen, and it's uh, you know it's it's always good. You know, you got that inner competition. It makes yourself better, makes all the other people around you better. And I think it, in the end, it really helps uh, you know the, the team do better. So I think that's uh, that's really good. And Evan Bouchard today uh, was announced as an All-Star. He'll join Tyler Benson representing the Condors at the upcoming AHL All-Star Classic. Uh, Brennan, in the middle of November, maybe towards late November, early December, I, I uh, put out my top 10 Oilers prospects, and I had Yamamoto third behind uh, Broberg and Bouchard, and guys were ripping me. Uh, and I'm wondering whether or not maybe they're reevaluating that right now based upon the success. Because right now, Kyler Yamamoto does indeed look like he is a, a legitimate option as a middle 640s performed quite well for Edmonton. Yeah, I, that's safe to agree with. It looks like he's here to stay, and, and what's indicated that to me, Bob, and is the way that he, he seems to be thinking the game, right? He doesn't look like he's lost out there playing with the caliber of player of a Leon Dreisaitl. So, uh, to me, you got Yamo basically functioning like the um, Kasperi Kapanen role that people have been talking about maybe trying to fill. I don't know you have to look further than Yamamoto for that in time. Well, it's going to be interesting. Last night, Raphael Lavois scored twice uh, for Shakutami. He's now got six goals and 11 points in six games. Uh, he was traded just after uh, he returned from the World Juniors from Halifax. This guy's a second-round pick, and the Oilers need... Uh, you know, Lavoie, Benson, uh, Tyler Benson, and Ryan McLeod, those three second-round picks, Benson in 2016, McLeod in uh, 2018, Lavoie in 2019. They need at least two of those three guys to hit to join that uh, decor of, you know, Broberg, Bouchard, and Sam Arukov that are prospects moving forward. On, yes, Apolliarvi, uh, for me, uh, if he does get moved for a prospect, I can almost guarantee it's going to be a forward. Edmonton's got a lot of def- uh, depth coming up on defense, and um, it wouldn't surprise. I don't expect Edmonton to trade their first round draft pick uh, unless it's for a player with a really good contract moving forward. Uh, I'd be stunned if the Oilers move their first round pick here for the upcoming 2020 NHL draft, and I'd also be stunned if Edmonton drafted another defenseman. They've taken you know two uh, D in the top ten of the draft the last two years. I totally see them uh, being a forward. I got some information today uh, just on. Uh, some penalty totals that I thought were interesting as well. We know the Athletic put out their player poll. 400 uh, players participate in it. Connor McDavid was the overwhelming choice as the best player, 63%. Uh, somehow, Connor McDavid is currently just 69th in the NHL in net penalties per 60 minutes played at even strength at 5-on-5. Five five. So th- this factors in penalties drawn per 60 minutes played versus penalty taken per 60 minutes played. As per natural stat uh, trick, both Kachucks are ahead of them. So, too, is Brad Marchand. Uh, If you think this is just a thing where agitators benefit and draw more calls, uh, Jack Eichel is in the top five or six um, in, uh, in penalty differential per 60 minutes played. 
I'm not going to suggest for a second that maybe McDavid didn't deserve the penalties that he's taken this year. I'm just saying they seem very reluctant at times to call some of the stuff, and I think most of you who are Oilers fans feel the same way. When we come back on Oilers Now, uh, we are going to get into a conversation with Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you, and this is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. Oscar Clefbaum, the Athletic had a uh, bunch of little tidbits on, you know, best dresser and most superstitious and all that. Oscar Clefbaum voted the uh, best dresser by the uh, fellow Edmonton Oilers players. Um... Let me tell you, when you're an ugly guy, uh, you never want to be next to Oscar Clefbaum because it just reinforces it that much more. All right, welcome back. It's 1220 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you. Let's head off to our Oilers Now uh, audio file for our friends at Direct Work, where we're joined by Bakersfield Condors head coach Jay Woodcroft. Hello, Jay. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, thank you for uh, fitness in. You're flying to Tucson later this afternoon. Is that right? Yes, we uh, after our game last night, we came down to L.A., and uh, we have a flight uh, out to Tucson today for two big ones uh, before our All-Star break. All right. Uh, on the All-Star break front, uh, Kyler Yamamoto, who is in Edmonton and staying here for a while, he's not going to go. Tyler Benson was named as his replacement. Evan Bouchard today named to the uh, All-Star team. Can you give us an update on the performance of both of those prospects that our fans are keenly aware of and interested in terms to see of how they're progressing? Sure. Uh, first of all, what a, it's a great honor for both of them uh, to be named to that team. It's a feather in their cap um, that they can put on their personal uh, playing resume, and uh, both of, for both of them, it's well-earned and well-deserved. Uh, for Tyler, I think, um, you know, I, I've seen a spike in his play post-Christmas. Um, he's skating well. He's making plays with the puck. Uh, the type of plays that we're accustomed to seeing him make. Um, he's been a real uh, threat in the renaissance of our power play here post-Christmas. And, um, you know, I just I, I like I like the way he's playing the game as a whole. Um, he scored last night. He had gone a few games without scoring, but he scored last, last night and was a big factor in our team win. I think he's, push, he is, he's pushing every day, and, and he's controlling... Uh, his daily process and and just concerned with being the best he can be uh, day in day out. For Bush to get for for Bush to get named, um, he, uh, I'm very very happy for him because I, I think um, when you talk about where someone was at the start of the season in October compared to where he is now, um, I've seen huge improvement in him, and he was already a. a a very good hockey player and obviously uh, an offensive threat. Um, but for me, I've seen real improvement in his 200-foot game. He's defending harder. Um, he is – I see him controlling games. I see him uh, controlling games with uh, his feet and getting up in the rush and leading the rush. Uh, I see him controlling games with his passing ability, so his ability – uh, to find the open man. And, you know, we talked about our power play being on fire post-Christmas here, and uh, he's a huge factor uh, in that as well. So um, for him to get recognized with the way he's specifically played over these last two months, um, 
uh, like I said, I'm proud of them, and it's very well-deserved. All right, uh, Jay, the reoccurring question for both players, pace. Um, I actually am less concerned about this than everybody else if and when the time comes that they both come up. I think they're going to be fine in that regard. But have you seen increased pace in both players' performance since the start of the year? Yes, I've seen increased pace. But also you got to remember, it's just like the National Hockey League that the league gets faster uh, as you hit the 20-game mark. And then now we just put, you know, we played our 40th game. Um, so the league's getting faster. So they're, they're getting faster by osmosis because the, the, feed, the league's getting faster. I see them both as uh, very quick between the ears. And to me, that's, that's a gift. I think, um, you know, they're also players who I feel will play faster with top players as well. So I, I don't see their pace being an issue. I think um, those questions will be answered um, when and if they, they get the opportunity to show it at the highest level. Um, they're not worried about it. We're not worried about it. We're worried about taking care of business on a day-by-day basis here to be the best that we can be should that call eventually come. We want them to be prepared so that, like we've talked about for the last two years, we want our guys going up for for years, not for weeks or for games. We want them going up and, and setting them up uh, for careers. And uh, that's what we're worried about down here. All right, some quick hitters for you, Jay, because we only got about three minutes again. Thank you for squeezing us in today. Here we go. Matt Benning, uh, down. He's played, how many games? He's played two games now for you? He's played two games. He's been uh, very good uh, professional um, great uh, example for our younger players. He makes us a better team just through his puck moving ability. He's played big minutes in all situations, and he's uh, been physical, which is uh, coming off the injury that he's coming off of. I think that uh, that allows him uh, to feel good about where he's at uh, coming off that injury, and uh, he's been excellent. What's going on with uh, Joel Person and Dmitry Samarukov? Well, yeah, so for Joel, um, Joel uh, a few weeks ago or a week and a half ago took an um, elbow to the head um, and has just been in the protocol. Uh, so we've been, you know, monitoring him. He's getting better. We expect him back, not, not for this weekend, but uh, coming out of the All-Star break, uh, he should be in good, a good spot uh, by then. Uh, and Dimitri, because of Joel's injury, uh, Dimitri came back coming off the facial injury that he received from taking the puck to the head. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's been forced to play with a bubble. Um, and since, the, you know, we've had to make lineup changes since the two NHL uh, players came down from Edmonton and Lagason and Benning. So uh, he'll get back in here soon. And, um, you know, we expect him uh, to continue uh, to grow and develop as a player as well. Has Stuart Skinner been a different goaltender for you since his recall from the coast? 100%. Um, Stuart, in my opinion, uh, was a huge factor in the game last night. It was a 5 nothing win for us, but it didn't feel like a 5 nothing game. Uh, and I actually felt um, we showed signs of our schedule uh, early in the game. There was a little bit of fatigue mistakes. Um, there was some sloppiness coming into D-zone coverage, and Stewart was a rock. He answered the call at the important moments, and he made some highlight saves 
I'm sure you've seen some of the highlights on it, but he made some big saves early, which allowed us to take a deep breath. It allowed us to get our work ourselves into the game, and then we took it over uh, once we scored our first goal. But, um, you know, if, if those goals would have went in against us early in those first five minutes or so, it would have felt like a different game. We would have felt like we were chasing it the entire night. Um, but he made big saves at the right time, and he's shown that he has done that since Christmas. So his uh, ability to go down to the East Coast Hockey League, to Wichita, put his game through the car wash, uh, I thought was a really positive experience. He went down with a good mindset to grow his personal game. He got better. And uh, the results speak for themselves post Christmas. All right, Jay, we got to get into the news here. We appreciate you taking time to squeeze us in. Safe flight into Tucson, and we'll hook up next week. One hundred percent. Have a great day, Bob. Thanks. That is Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. This is Oilers. Now, a little bit later on, we'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. But it's twelve twenty-eight in Edmonton. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and when we come back, Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey on Rogers. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.